Welcome to Here and Back Again. I'm David O'Callaghan and this is a podcast looking at all content dropping weekly on streaming and released in cinemas with a bit of pop culture news thrown in the mix every now and then. And boy, oh boy, oh boy, do we have a week for you. Like we're talking stress factor 50 levels of binge going on here. Um, For some reason, August 5th has been earmarked by a lot of streamers to unleash all their content. And we're talking not just any old content, there's some absolute humdingers as well as a bit of muck but there's so much stuff it is legion so shall we begin there's something out there i'm coming with you you can't i'm trying to protect you protect me from what it's time First up on Disney Plus is the Predator prequel, Prey. This movie is set 300 years ago in the world of the Comanche Nation and tells the story of one female warrior played by Amber Mithunder and her battle with what seems like the original Predator in our world. The movie is directed by Diane Trachtenberg who made the fairly impressive 10 Cloverfield Lane and I'm going to be honest, I'm all in. I love a bit of Predator in my life. Even the muck Predator movies, you just got to embrace the madness. So... Get the beers, get the popcorn, and get ready for this one. Friday sorted. Uh, so, Prey is now streaming on Disney Plus. And then we have this. Your waking world is shaped by dreams. Dreams and nightmares that I create and which I must control. After many years of being deemed unfilmable, it's very exciting to see Neil Gaiman's best-selling comic book, The Sandman, finally appear on our screens on Netflix this weekend. These fantasy comics, written by Gaiman between 1989 and 1996, and telling the story of Dream, aka The Sandman, played here by Tom Sturridge, are iconic in both their storytelling and stunning visuals. Featuring characters like Lucifer, Death, Desire and Despair, this 10-episode series promises to be definitely your, your most trippy viewing of the weekend, and I am all here for it. Absolutely so excited. This is 100% needs to be on your must-watch list. So that's The Sandman on Netflix. I'm a huge fan of music documentaries, absolutely love them, and a new one drops on Netflix this week in the form of Trainwreck, Woodstock 99. Uh, some people would regard Woodstock 99 as the original fire festival, but with added violence, riots and carnage thrown in. Uh, meant to be a peaceful 30-year anniversary celebration of the original Woodstock, unfortunately corporate greed, commercial exploitation, out-of-control frat boys and some angry new metal bands were definitely a mix that played a huge part in this dystopian nightmare of a festival. This three-part series is a fascinating car crash of a watch and may even turn you off ever going to a music festival again. Uh, I just, yeah, it's absolutely mad. So that's Trainwreck Woodstock 99, which is now on Netflix. Hey, Rick, I'm following what's happening in Thailand. Some kids stuck in a cave. We're on the list of rescue divers. It's just a tourist cave. It looks easy, but when it's flooded, it's impassable. The new movie from director Ron Howard and starring Viggo Mortensen and Colin Farrell, 13 Lives, lands on Amazon Prime this weekend and is 
absolutely worth your attention. Telling the story of a boys football team and their coach that got caught in a cave in Thailand in 2018. This movie looks at the attempted rescue and captures the claustrophobic underwater and underground settings perfectly with all the stress. Uh, receiving hugely, hugely positive buzz reviews wise, this is an absolutely another cracker uh, worth all your time. So that's 13 lives on Amazon Prime. With regards to kids this weekend, if you're looking for something for them to watch, well, <laughs> it's, it's yeah, there is a smorgasbord of entertainment for you. And first up is, for those who loved Toy Story, the recent Pixar movie Lightyear moves from cinema to streaming on Disney Plus and is up there and available for you. While not exactly the buzz we remember from Toy Story and with the voice of Chris Evans instead of Tim Allen, this older, more mature origin story of buzz is still an enjoyable watch. Remember now, even an average or above average Pixar is still light years ahead of most other animated movies. Socks, the robotic cat, is definitely the star of the show. And um, this will definitely keep the kids entertained. So that's Lightyear, which is on Disney+. Plus. Well, you humans are a complicated lot. And that's why things run so smoothly here. Because no human has ever stepped foot in this place. And with a little bit of luck, they never will. Uh, where am I? Oh, you gotta be kidding. Streaming now on Apple TV Plus, brand new animated feature, Look tells the story of Sam Greenfield, the unluckiest person in the world. She suddenly finds herself in the never-before-seen land of Look, where she must unite with the magical creatures there to turn her look around. All sounds quite fun. Uh, featuring the cast of the voice cast of Simon Pegg, Jane Fonda, Lil Ray Howery and Whoopi Goldberg, this one looks really, really good crack and is 100% guaranteed to feature some Talura Laura and Top of the Mornings and Shamrocks for the Irish audience to cringe over. Still in, still involved, still want to see it, can't wait. So that's Look on Apple TV+. Coming from Nickelodeon and airing on Netflix, Rise of the Teenage Nin- Mutant Ninja Turtles, the movie, oh boy, is a direct sequel to the TV series and set two years after the defeat of Shredder, with Krang now being the enemy they face. It'll make a much more sense to those turtle fans out there. So Donatello, Michelangelo, Raphael and Leonardo, yes, I'm getting major childhood flashbacks here, uh, are now back on our screens and that is the, here we go again, Rise of the Mutant Ninja Turtles, no, Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the movie, uh, now streaming on Netflix. Finally, for kids, we have Supergiant Robot Brothers on Netflix. What, what's with all the long names, lads? Come on. is It's the new motion capture virtual animated series about two brothers growing up with all the usual family mishaps and mayhem, but simultaneously trying to protect the world from constant kaiju monster attacks in giant robot armour. Coming from the creators involved with Love, Death and Robots, this is quality family entertainment with a slight edge, but really, really good crack. So that is Super Giant Robot Brothers on Netflix. And now, okay... I've, I've held off long enough. I've been very kind to you. I've been very good and behaved myself. Now it's time for this. We have decided as a club that he's no longer our captain. Wow. All in, all or nothing. We have a young team and I don't know if they're going to handle the pressure. You have to be really unhappy to take someone off in the first half. All in, all or nothing, rolling dice. It's the worst Arsenal team I've ever seen in my life. Is anybody 
Like music documentaries, sports documentaries have also always fascinated me. I still watch every few years Hoop Dreams, one of the greatest sports documentaries of all time. I would highly recommend it. It's long, but well worth it. But in recent years, these movie documentaries have kind of spilled into a more popular fly-in-the-wall sports series that a lot of streamers, etc. are using. So Netflix's Sunderland Till I Die, more recently the Formula One Drive to Survive, which actually has won over a whole new legion of fans for their sport. And then the annual Hard Knocks, which HBO and the NFL do in the States. All absolutely massive. Well, there's a new kid in town this season, and it is Arsenal All or Nothing on Amazon Prime. And this can be added as episodes drop weekly on Amazon. Following Arsenal through the 2021-22 season, this behind-the-scenes look at manager Mikel Arteta and his attempt to steer Arsenal away from some pretty ropey-dopey seasons where, you know, they, we seem to have lost our identity and trying to find a new path with the new younger team. Uh, as an Arsenal fan, yes, Kel Surprise, I will not apologise for the excitement I'm feeling for this series. This is absolutely box office however i am going to put a health warning for any arsenal fans out there yes the last few episodes are going to be absolute carnage and you know get behind the sofa because we know how this one ends but it's going to be fantastic so that is arsenal all or nothing amazon prime need i say anything else moving on from the sublime to the glorious nonsense high concept what now category la brea on paramount plus is a thing of ridiculous beauty imagine A giant sinkhole opens up in the middle of LA and hundreds of people and their cars fall to their shocking deaths. The people, not the cars. Uh, Only wait, they haven't died. They've actually instead fallen through some sort of rift in time and a shiny sky thingy into a primeval world where dinosaurs possibly exist. Um, Sometimes a show is so bad, it's good. Well, say hello to La Brea on Paramount+. Plus. As we head towards the finish line of streaming, I told you there was a lot of stuff going on this week. A quick mention for Mike Judge's Beavis and Butthead, uh, a brand new series now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. This cult classic, which ran for eight seasons on MTV in the mid-90s, gets rebooted for a brand new generation, and it's getting all the buzz and hype, so looking forward to watching that. That is Mike Judge's Beavis and Butthead on Paramount+. Plus. In this week's romantic comedy section, we have Wedding Season on Netflix, obviously perfectly timed for the season that's in it, and this actually looks like quite a fun, engaging time waste for all of us pressured by their parents to find spouses asha and ravi pretend to date during a summer of weddings only to yes wait for it spoiler alert they may be falling for each other oh lord who saw that not me um well uh, yeah get the wine and the nibbles and feck it go for it <laughs> it's wedding season on netflix and finally if south korean action movies are your thing and uber violence of, of movies like the raid are your jam Carter on Netflix looks like a tour de force of stunts and hyperviolence. Coming from South Korea, you're guaranteed this one's going to be absolutely crazy. Have so many people dying, it's going to be ridiculous. So that's Carter on Netflix. Talk to me. I am ready. You're getting the new and improved me. Because if you put peace out in the world, you get peace back. I think you might be forgetting what you do for a living. Take the gun. Every job I do, somebody dies. I'm not that guy anymore. Some conflicts require a gun. 
Looking now at cinema, there's only one major release we're talking about this week, and that is Bullet Train, uh, based on the Japanese bestseller Maria Beetle by Kataro Osaka. This two-hour action romp involves numerous assassins on a speeding train. It's got funky music, as you'd expect. It's got cool outfits. It's got loads of dark humor. It's got ridiculous action sequences, and it's probably not as funny as it thinks it is. Um... Listen, it's a bit of crack if you've nothing to do on a on a very warm and you want an air-conditioned day in an air-conditioned cinema, go see it. Listen, it's not going to change your life. It's not the greatest movie in the world. It's not the worst movie in the world. I love Brad Pitt. He makes me laugh. It's good crack. But, yeah, it could have lost about 20 minutes. But, bullet train is <laughs> on the big screen. Feck it. Go see it. Who cares? All aboard. Choo-choo and all that. And that is now exclusively in cinemas. Oh, and by the way, if you've seen the trailer, sadly, you've seen pretty much most of the movie. Darn bleeding trailers. Right, so before we go, let's take a look at the three things we learned in pop culture this week. First up is the exciting news that Keanu Reeves will be starring in his first major US TV role in the literary adaptation of Eric Larson's The Devil in the White City. While Keanu on our TV screens is pretty exciting, anyone who knows me from my book world life will know my obsession with this amazing book, which tells the true story of two men, an architect and a serial killer whose fates were forever linked by Chicago's World Fair, World Fair of 1890. If ever there was a read it before you see it moment, this is it. Uh, available in all decent bookstores right now. Our second story is for those of us of a certain vintage. Uh, 1989's Roadhouse starring Patrick Swayze was an edgy and hugely enjoyable movie set in a fairly dodgy dive bar. Well, get ready for the reboot. Jake Gyllenhaal will star as an ex-UFC fighter, now turned bouncer, and the movie will be directed by Doug Lyman for Amazon Prime. That was interesting enough when later in the week it was announced that after many years of being wooed by Hollywood, none other than Conor McGregor has agreed to take his first acting gig to be in this movie also. Uh, As I said, made by Amazon Prime, this should be a very intriguing uh, movie. Uh, So why not go watch the original and treat yourself to a less innocent and slightly more violent Patrick Swayze movie. For our final story, there's Warner Discovery, who shocked Hollywood this week by dumping the 70 million Batgirl movie, despite it being literally almost complete and having very little post-production left to do. After a lot of people freaking out thinking the DC Universe was under threat, it was revealed that the Leslie Grace and Michael Keaton movie had been receiving fairly mediocre test screening results and actually by dumping it tax cuts and tax breaks would save them the hassle so they dropped it. Shelved, never ever to be released. That is some ruthless gigging from new Warner Brothers Discovery CEO David Zaslav. But that's the future. They then went and announced uh, Joker 2 to true Lady Gaga, who will also be starring in the sequel, and then paved a future over of, of quality over quantity at their quarterly report across all their streaming services and a 10-year plan for DC, very similar to Marvel's recent run. Very, very intriguing stuff, especially with the fact that HBO Max and Discovery, plus their big streaming services in the US, look like they're about to get rolled into one shiny brand new streaming service. And there you go. You are all caught up on the week and what's dropping and what's happening. And we may never see you again because there's too much to watch. Uh, I hope you enjoyed your stay. Um, Please do give us a like, a share, a review, a virtual high five, whatever you want to do. And I hope we will see you next week. This is David O'Callaghan for the Here and Back Again podcast wishing you all the best. And until next week, stay safe and binge happy. (laughs) 